You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Rabucci. For anyone listening out there not having a good day, please know there is help out there. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Agile Ideas. I'm Fatima, CEO at Agile Management Office, Mental Health Ambassador, and your host. This podcast is made possible thanks to Agile Management Office. We help businesses in three key ways, improving organizational culture and delivery, supporting projects and change, and streamlining governance and process using 20 years of proven practice and the AMO way model. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about what Agile teams can learn from the CBIN project. And in this episode, I'm going to effectively tell you in a nutshell what the CBIN project is and why it's had some significant success, and then also tell you about five key lessons for Agile teams that can be learned from the CBIN project. Now, it's often you come across a project that you hear and you think, wow, that's not only significantly benefiting the environment, but also it involves such um, curious thinking to come up with such an idea. And the CBIN project is one of those ideas. And so I thought I would tell you a little bit more about it and leverage the lessons and insights that we can for our own day-to-day projects and businesses as well. So let's get straight into it. So what is the CBIN project. Well, first of all, thinking about talking about this topic, I often think sometimes we can overcomplicate things. And when we think about what effectively the CBIN project is all about, it seems like and sounds like a really simple solution, but it is far more complex than it seems. But It is also the simplest solutions that are the most effective. And nothing better exemplifies this than the CBIN project itself. It's simple, seems simple. There's a lot of work that goes into it, but it is effective. And it offers plenty of useful takeaways for teams, um, not only our our own teams, but even in our businesses, those running projects that want to reduce the complexity of their projects and execute them successfully. So let's have a look at the CBIN project in a nutshell. We all probably are aware that marine pollution is a serious problem. And so an Australian clean tech startup known as the CBIN project is one of the very few to offer a tangible solution to the problem of ocean pollution. It was founded by a gentleman named Pete and I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce his surname correctly, but Siglinski and also Andrew Turton in 2015. And the company launched its first iteration of the sea bin, a floating rubbish bin that moves up and down with the ocean tide and it collects all kinds of ocean trash. How freaking cool is that? The sea bin is essentially just like any other bin, except that it's installed in the oceans and it's filled with water and natural filtration materials. It removes plastic, debris, and oil from different water bodies. And the sea bins are used at ports, docks, marinas, yacht clubs, and many other places that are connected to water bodies. And it offers an effective solution to clean up the waterways and help protect marine wildlife. Now, 
that's an overview of the CBIM project in a nutshell. And I think that we can all agree, not only a very ingenious idea, but just thinking about the benefits to the environment and actually the marine wildlife, it just seems so simple. It seems so simple to think about, let's put a bin in the sea and help clean up the environment. Again, it seems simple, but there's a lot more that went into figuring out how to make this solution a strategy that can work that is much more than just about the the concept, but also the technology that went into development of the CBIM project. Now, I do want to call out that neither myself or Agile Management Office have anything to do with the CBIM project. We're just fans of the whole concept and of what Peter, uh, Pete and Andrew did. So I just wanted to call that out. We're just big fans of what they've done, and we truly believe that this is one of those unique Agile ideas. So now that we know a little bit more about what the CBIM project is, let's look at why the CBIM project has been successful. So the CBIM project used agile concepts like the MVP or minimum value proposition, and they developed a humble prototype. Now, Pete and his colleague, Andrew, were both avid surfers or are avid surfers. And the love of the ocean and seeing the mess of floating debris in plastic uh, made them inspired and, um, and, and really wanting to do something to help that environment. So as of, as of sort of the time of, of, of sort of writing and, and talking and researching this, we know that they've installed more than 860 sea bins all over the world. And in addition to installing them, they've won a number of awards for creativity, environmental impact, and social good. So when you think about it, it's not really a bad outcome for someone who came up with an idea that quite literally is a garbage can. So when we take a macro view of this project, it might look like it might look as though it's an enormous undertaking filled with challenges and complexity on top of complexity, and it is, even though it seems like a simple solution. The sea bins themselves, from what we've researched, don't have a lot of moving parts, and they are inexpensive and they work with the natural ebb and flow of the ocean. That being said, the overall initiative as a whole is not the same. So if you think about it, we're talking about cleaning up vast stretches of water bodies, and that in itself is no walk in the park. And then thinking about the whole concept and you know getting to the point of undertaking investment to have someone jump on board or many people jump on board to fund this idea at such a massive scale required significant work and significant investment. But when we peel back the layers and we lay everything bare, you begin to understand just how simple the execution of the project truly is. The CBIM project doesn't just merely embrace the keeping it simple, stupid or kiss uh, principles. It revels in it. It's a perfect case study for agile teams. And it makes the perfect case that the simple ideas are often the best solutions when they are carefully executed. So the project in itself has been very successful and it continues to be successful. So let's look at five key lessons for Agile teams from this project and what we can learn from them. So the first lesson 
is that simple can be effective. Perhaps the most important lesson to be drawn from the CBIN project's success is to never underestimate the value of simple solutions. There are no complex installations, high-tech jinxes or fancy hardware. It's just a floating bin that collects plastic and other pollutants. And, And the key takeaways in this simple can be effective is that you need to always look for simple solutions first. And they themselves are easy to implement and even easier to maintain, particularly when you have a limited number of resources to start with. So when you're limited in resources or maybe you're limited in tech knowledge or limited in the environment or whatever it is that is the project that you're thinking about, starting simple means you start with what you have at the time and then you continue to move beyond that. A simple solution also means fewer complexities, and we all know that fewer complexities means fewer problems in the long run. It's also much cheaper to implement simple solutions as they typically require less resources to start with. And then the simple solutions themselves are easiest to learn and thereby more accessible. So it means that you can get more people on board with that prototype before you actually Uh, progress any further. And thinking about it from an agile concept perspective, in agile, the objective is the the concept of getting the fastest time to value. So you want to demonstrate as quickly as possible something of value. And if that is starting with a simple solution, then you're well on your way. Referencing a a quote from the Seabin project, one of the things that they specifically called out is that they didn't set out, so so, so sorry, start, starting with the, their quote, so open quote, we didn't set out with the game plan other than putting a trash can in the water. We didn't know the above points until we sat down and reviewed what we do and why we do it just now, end quote. And so you can see it wasn't about overthinking or over planning, which a lot of us can do and the fear of not getting it right, but rather just starting with a simple game plan. Sorry, rather than starting with with simple and then building on your game plan longer term. So that is your first takeaway. Now, speaking of longer term, the second key point is around focusing on the long term. Now, yes, we may start simple, but also we still need to have in our back of our minds what the long term may look like. With the CBIN project, it focuses on developing long-term solutions. The company doesn't believe in finding quick fixes to serious problems, but in developing sustainable solutions in the form of CBINs. This approach has defined all their strategies, policies, and their decisions. And so the key takeaways here for Agile teams is develop solutions with an eye on long-term effectiveness and sustainability even if it means going with the simple solution first. Don't fall into the short-term benefits trap. Instead, try to pick a solution that provides you benefits for years to come. So going with the simple solution doesn't mean taking shortcuts, but it means thinking about what benefits you have available to your customers now versus what you can do to evolve that longer term. Particularly if, like the CBIN project, they effectively set themselves up as a business. 
Take a holistic view of the situation when choosing a solution. So take everything into account, your budget, your team, your stakeholders, your clients. By considering the full picture, Agile teams will be more likely to focus on long-term results rather than just short-term goals. And we all know companies and projects that plan only a few steps ahead. And that often can lead to duplication, waste, or rework because you realize as you evolve your simple product that you learn new things that were not considered at the beginning. Never take a dim view of any alternative, no matter how inconsequential or insignificant they might first appear to be. So when thinking about starting with your simple solution, don't discount all other options because you've fixated on a particular aspect of your project. You actually need to think about a number of alternatives and a number of options in order to make the right decision for your project or your organization. Another quote from the Seabin project is, open quote, Seabin results come from a combination of naivety, intelligence, academic and or natural, positivity, a can-do attitude, sprinting, iterating whilst sprinting, eternal optimism, working as a team and vulnerability, yet being firm, fair, direct and polite, end quote. So you can see whether or not they realized they were being agile to begin with, they really lived the agile values in order to bring this concept to market. So that's your point number two. Speaking of agile and iteration, your third lesson is iterative improvement being the best approach. The innovative trash interceptor device that they have built is now in its fifth iteration. While experts believe it to be the most effective one yet, it took Seabin more than half a decade to get there. It had a deliberate and gradual journey from being a proof of concept prototype that showed it worked to the Seabin of today that comes up with pump technology and energy efficient sensors and an advanced filtration system. Now, if they were to go back to their simple prototype early on and wait until they had what they consider a perfect solution, they wouldn't be where they are today. I mean, it took five years to get to this fifth iteration. So they probably would have been spending money. And in large programs and projects of work, you typically run out of money before anything else. So the key takeaways here are instead of trying to solve complex problems in broad strokes, try breaking them down in small manageable chunks. It also also prepares your team for what we know as agile sprints. Now, the concept of agile sprints is something that is used quite heavily in the software development lifecycle, but also it's, sorry, software development world, but also is used in a number of other instances. And a sprint uh, could be a week, two weeks or more. It really just depends on your specific environment and adapting that to your environment. There's tremendous value in taking those small steps and making gradual improvements over time because you can dump the part of the solutions that aren't working and add those in that are better. So let's say you're building a particular product or a software or you're developing an event, whatever it might be. If you do it incrementally, you might learn new things in the second month that you didn't know in the first month and therefore you adjust what you're doing as you go. Because remembering when we think about agile projects or agile um, based, uh, agile methodology 
agile methodologies or based methodologies rather that are based on agile. Sorry, a little bit of tongue tied there. It is based on thinking about how we deliver value fastest, but also the fact that we can adjust uh, the scope along the way. So don't be shy and shy away from new ideas and solutions because there are a lot of products out there that are uh, accessible to, to reference when developing your own project or product. And a lot of them are based on iterative improvement like the CBIN project. Also be open to experimentation and use prototyping and other techniques to test and validate your new ideas and your solutions. Effectively, when you develop a minimum value proposition or MVP in Agile, it's to prove the concept. And in a small business like ours, often we develop an MVP to prove that someone will pay for a product or a service that we plan on developing in its entirety. But rather than spending limited resources in our small business developing something completely only to find that the market doesn't respond well to it, we're better off developing an MVP and testing that with customers. In the CBIM project, they were looking up, down, around, left, right, and, and also studying and trying to predict future developments and trends in technology and society. They use those insights and developments to shape a better business and impact their scaling model so that they can create a better future for next generations. They they had the ability to pivot quite quickly overnight if they had to, where they found that something wasn't working. And then they understood what their own strengths and weaknesses are and then filled in the gaps where needed. And that's really important. Don't try to be the jack of all trades. Focus on what you're really good at and then bring others in along the way. Lesson number four was that only flexibility and adaptability ensures success in the long run. The CBINS project is had an iterative approach to their product development, which meant that the company was flexible and highly responsive to changing circumstances. They were always on top of new and emerging environmental changes, responding with new features and enhancements, and it's the reason why CBINS went from collecting plastic debris and cigarette butts to also collecting spilled oil which is a development in itself. So the key takeaway here for Agile teams is that you can quickly adapt your solution and pivot your approach in order to stay ahead of the curve. And the way you do that is by embracing a continuous improvement mindset and be willing to change. We don't have space for fixed mindsets. And the reason for that is it doesn't enable us to keep up with what's going on in our environment around us. We also need to make sure we take customer feedback on board and devise new solutions or revise our present ones accordingly. We also need to measure the impact of our actions, track all of our key metrics and make informed decisions before making changes. Now, it may seem that agile projects make changes haphazardly, but they're not. They often are informed based on facts and data and what's actually going on with the product and our stakeholder feedback. And then when facing new challenges or obstacles, meet them head on. Think about how you can improve your current solutions to address these challenges fully instead of going for quick fixes or workarounds that are not going to be sustainable long term. And it also leaves you with a lot of outstanding questions and problems. And for the CBIN project, they had a fair and well-managed, flexible workplace 
which led to happiness and a positive work culture because they realized that their greatest asset is their team. And so it should be. So the final lesson is around cross-functional teams, which can deliver the best results. If we think about the CBIN project being so massive, it's because all stakeholders are on the same page. From the company's engineers and scientists to government agencies to the marina and dock management, even volunteers and activists, they're all pulling their weight behind a common goal. And that common goal is understood and crystal clear for everyone who is jumping on board. The takeaways here is that we know agile teams are made up with diverse skills and perspectives, will have a better shot at achieving their goals. The cross-functional teamwork needed is as vital for the project's success as is collaboration. This is just this is about not just talking about what we'll do, but also doing it. Always try fostering an environment where new ideas are welcomed and criticisms are taken with the right spirit. And then team members are able to speak out freely without any fear of admonishment or pushback. And that is giving them the safety and security of being part of a team that not only collaborates and works cross-functionally, but also feels safe and confident to be able to speak up where they think that there is a better way or that there is something that isn't going to work. And if we're all working behind a common goal, it makes that a lot easier. So there you have it, the five key takeaways and lessons from the CBIN project. So one, being simple can be effective. Two, focusing on the long-term. Three, iterative improvement is the best approach. And four, only flexibility and adaptability ensure success in the long run. And five, cross-functional teams can deliver the best results. So I think agile teams can take a leaf out of the CBIN project's book and adopt a simple but effective solution. Flashy and complex ideas may not always be the best solutions. They can also turn into a massive liability. So instead of trying to achieve one enormous goal in one shot, how about breaking them down into smaller, more achievable goals? Sometimes simply finding new ways to adapt old ideas may be enough to solve the biggest problems. And the CBIN project proves that this is possible. So there you have it, some lessons and insights from the CBIN project. If you'd like to find out more about how Agile Management Office can help you with uplifting your project management capability and getting you on your way using Agile principles and techniques, then get in touch with us via our website or email us at contact at agilemanagementoffice.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. I've been Fatima. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share this with someone or rate it if you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on social media and to stay up to date with all things Agile Ideas. Go to our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel or be inspired today. Until next time, what's your Agile Idea?